listeners, welcome back to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. well planned out. We are still working with our um, Catherine and Georgia recording process, so, and unfortunately, she can't see me. I turned off our video to try but and stop lagging. Me. We can. We can see her precious face. <laughs> so, our, our dear Carson is having a nice Labor Day weekend with her family, so we decided to do something a little different so that she wouldn't miss out on the, uh, the big episode. Right. So, we're bringing you a true mini-sode today. Hopefully about 30 minutes in length, won't take up too much of your time, but we thought we'd give y'all our, you know, five-star critic reviews of the latest, last scary movie that we watched. So who would like to go first? I mean, mine's probably Uh, the least uh, recently uh, released one. Actually, that's probably not true. I don't really watch scary movies, so, like, I'm like, does the Meg count? I don't... (laughs) Meanwhile, I literally watched a scary movie this morning and last (laughs) night, and I could probably list down, like, ten that I watched in August alone. I think the last one I watched was with y'all. What was... Uh, with the, uh... Oh, what's it called? Oh, what is it? It It's a bad sign. They were... It was... It it wasn't in English, was it? No, it wasn't. It was subtitles. It was Possession one with the... Yeah, the... Oh, Veronica. Veronica. Yeah. That's the thing. I think it's the last one I watched. It was with y'all. That one was good. It was a good one. It was good. I will talk. Okay. I was like, if you, yeah, go. Can you give like a little summary of the plot of Veronica? Yes, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to, is that cool? Like, is that what you're going to talk about? Or are you going to talk about something else? Well, I think it's just kind of give it a summary and what we thought about it. I was going to talk about cat people. I'm, well, now I'm intrigued. Okay, I'll, I'll go with Veronica <laughs> real quick, but like, I'm intrigued with what that is. Um, so... I don't know if it's going to be spoiler. Spoiler. Um, but basically, um, they are in some part. Where are they? I don't Ecuador, remember the area. Hold South on. America? I'm looking it up real quick. Yeah, you look at. Okay. They're in a Spanish speaking area. Um, and she goes to what looks like a Catholic. Yeah, it's a Catholic school because they're nuns um, and they have a uniform and all that. Uh, her and her friends mess with the Ouija board, which do not do. Like, this is, like, a great example of why you should not mess with Ouija boards. But they mess with one, and they, like, they have, it's, like, an occult magazine that they got it from and got it, you know, did all that stuff. Anyways, the main character, who I assume is Veronica, um, I'm so bad at remembering this. Yes? Yes? Madrid. 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 Oh, well, I, ooh, bad. I did say Spanish-speaking. That's why I didn't want to say specifically South America. But thank you. Um... So Madrid, um, yeah. So they mess with the Ouija board, and only she's affected, but her friends are freaking out. Like lights happen, whatever. And then um, she thinks she's trying to communicate with her dad, and of course, it's not actually her dad. It's this thing that's trying to like be her dad and like tries to take her over. It's actually got a really cool plot twist that I kind of saw coming, just because I not because it was badly written, but I just I know 
movie plots pretty well. Yeah. Um, so I don't want to. I don't want to give that away because it's actually a really cool twist um, that I don't think you see. And maybe you do. I don't know. No more scary movies, but I thought it was really cool. But anyways, she tries to. She like studies it. She she talks to a um, a blind nun who like try who has very similar experiences of seeing spirits and possession and all that kind of stuff. And so she like tries to recreate it because the whole thing with the Ouija board, if you don't know and you should just don't do it, is that if you don't say goodbye, if you don't properly end it, then you've just left the the stuff open. He looks like a freaking demon over there. <laughs> um Bentley's sleeping, but he looks slightly He's not sleeping, his eyes are open. Okay, that's actually really creepy. That's really <laughs> creepy while we're talking about this. He's still sleeping. Um, he's just, oh, it's just weird. weird. Now we're gonna get a picture for you. But anyways, um, you're supposed to say goodbye, and she, and her and her friends didn't, and so she tries to redo it and say goodbye, but, like, it's pretty much too late by then, and, um, it's, it was actually really good. I, I wouldn't say terribly graphic. I don't know, what would y'all think on the, on the scary movie uh, spectrum? only really graphic towards the end, and even then it's right. more blood and gore than anything really really bad and it's minimal but I, I i really liked it it was suspenseful it was you know the whole scary thing it has the occult stuff um and they act, like I, I just appreciated the research and like the attention to detail of like the process of using a ouija board and all that kind of stuff well um, it's, you know, it's um based on a true story uh in 1991 it's the okay this is me in Italian, thinking it's the double L is not a Y. V a l l e c a s. Valencia? No, that is not. No. The, no. Ignore yeah, my yeah. ignorance. Yeah, Vallecas, maybe. Um, case where there es, estaf. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Estefania Gutierrez Lazaro died uh, mysteriously after she used a Ouija board. Yeah. Um, also, by the way, thank you for m- reminding me of the date because it was hella 90s. Like, the theme, at least. Like, they had the jean backpack and, like, the plaid scrunchies. Like, hella 90s. It, it was awesome to watch just because it reminded me of slightly of my childhood, so. And the fact that you could, like, buy those occult magazines off of a magazine stand. Because I remember oh, yeah. buying, yeah. what was it that had all the stories of, like, was it, like, the Inquirer that had Bat Boy oh, stories? Yeah. yeah, you can still buy that off of newsstands. Nice. Well, not in the supermarket anymore. At oh, least not, not in the supermarket. Yeah. I used to get it at the H E B in. Applied. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, yeah, I actually I really like that one. I don't I don't have anything against scary movies. I just don't tend to go out and see them. I usually see like comedy or action. So usually when I see scary movies with y'all, but I actually do like them, especially if they actually have good plot and I like the attention to detail. Yeah, it was really well done, and it also had this sort of horror of being a fifteen year old girl. <laughs> oh my! I actually like legit like those anxiety issues and like having issues with your friends. Like her friends, like freaking ditch her. They're like, no, something weird happened. You're being weird. And I'm like, I get it, but also she's your friend. Like you let her there. You need to help her out. That sort That's of fear that your best friend is starting to not want to be your best friend. You know? Yeah, That's why you don't share the weird with your friends. Also, I share all the weird with my friends. I'm like, if you and look where you are now, away <laughs> from us. Yeah, she left us, guys. She left I us. I have international friends. <laughs> oh well, excuse us. Um, but uh, but also the you brought up those issues. Like even like her friend chose a dude over her, which I think happens a lot when we're at the age because we want like attention from guys or like if you you know want that or whatever. And it's just like 
Yeah, that was, that was all real emotion, real emotions that they just brought back. Yeah. I mean, it but works. I, 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 did, I dug the movie. It was really good. Yeah, it, Veronica, it was really, guys, really Veronica. well acted as well, and it was in the 2017 Toronto International Film Festival. Oh. <laughs> How did, didn't, you're the one that told us about it. How did you hear about it? It was all over BuzzFeed. Oh. The scariest movie on Netflix. Dare to watch it. Woo. Hashtag BuzzFeed. <laughs> and I mean, it was good and it was scary, but like people, reports of people who like couldn't sit through it. I'm like, oh. weenies. I don't actually get that. Like, no, there are some movies that I'm like, that, like, I'll, I'll have nightmares about it, which is very rare, but that was not one of them. I sat through Baskin. I can watch anything. Oh, God. Yeah. She did <laughs> sit through Baskin and I sat through it and sort of covering my eyes and closing my ears situation because I did oh <laughs> I can't and I also sat through raw I don't think I've seen either one of those you probably don't need to see Baskin, Baskin it is a I Turkish think... horror film and okay. they are whoo and I know, yeah. I know that you're sensitive to excrement um so don't watch it <laughs> that was the po- most polite way you could have said that <laughs> thank you <laughs> Yeah, there's there's quite a few scenes where you're like, oh, ooh, ah, <laughs> you know? but and uh, at the beginning you're like, okay, okay, and then towards the end there's like this big long scene that is essentially everyone's worst nightmare and someone's like waking nightmare situation. Oh. Oh no! But Raw is more about cannibalism, really. So uh, I think you've mentioned that one before to me because yeah. that sounds familiar. I ate a pizza during Raw. <laughs> I don't know how you eat with scary movies. I can't. I make myself, and part of the part of the fun for me with scary movies is actually making myself extra tense, even though I don't. I know it's not real because, like, what's the point of having those like emotional reaction for me? Um, so I can't eat during scary My movies. My favorite I, thing is to make other people more tense during scary movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I know. I'm aware. I don't sit next to you. I have to hold on to some sort of my awesomeness because I can't even ride, like, the back-and-forth ship at amusement parks anymore without getting queasy, so I've lost a little bit of my badassery, so I gotta <laughs> hold on to something, which is eating during a horror bloodbath movie. See, I can't eat um, during some things, but frankly, because I don't eat meat and my food doesn't contain blood, it helps a lot. Uh, I can imagine. You can't eat on a regular day without getting sick. So true. I was, <laughs> so many food allergies. But like you know, in general, it doesn't bother me to go eat something after watching a horror movie. Yeah, I get that. That's that's a nice thing to have. I get hungry during scary movies. I get hungry all the time. I'm hungry now, guys. I'm sorry. Morgan gets hungry at uh, aquariums. <laughs> Only because we were there for like 20 hours. I swear to God. She and was then like, she shows me these giant Japanese crabs, and I'm like, mmm. No, they were butter. king crabs. Let's go get seafood. They had butter. giant legs, and they were like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, so you had one that you want to talk about. Yeah, okay, so this is one that I watched quite a few times because I think it's probably going to be the oldest one out of the group. Um, it's Cat People. From 1942. Oh my... I'm so intrigued. <laughs> I'm so intrigued. So, cat people... And just so you know, there's a lot of, like, stuff that would not fly in today's horror movies. Like, so, social things? Social stuff. Okay. okay. So, the general story... I think there's a tagline. Okay. The tagline is, cat people, 
She was marked with the curse of those who slink and court and kill by night. Da da da. I'm so intrigued. I wish you were here so I could just like come over and watch it. Like I that know, sounds so fun. You could probably it. find it's it. Um, yeah, it's on iTunes. Oh, nice. Um, so the Cat People movie uh, was in 1942 as a horror film. Produced by Val Luton and directed by Jacques Tournier or something like that. Um, and so there's a 1993 version as well, I think. Um, like there's a much later version, maybe 80s, 90s. Um, but Cat People is about this young Serbian woman named Irina who believes that she is a descendant of a race of people who turn into cats when they're sexually aroused or deeply angered. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. So like at the beginning of the movie, uh, you see this girl uh, is at the zoo and she's drawing um, this black panther in its cage. And it's very 1940s zoo where like it's just a cage and it's very sad to me. But Aww. so she's trying to draw it. And uh, there's this dude walking by, per use, and he's like, ooh, I like this chick with her drawing skills. And his name is Oliver. And so he comes over and tries to talk to her. I think he's an engineer. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And so she invites him to her apartment for tea. Actually for tea. Um, Oh, okay. uh, And so foreshadowing moment her drawing falls to the ground and it's a panther that's being stabbed by a sword. So like he's back at her apartment for tea, actual tea. And he sees this statue of this uh, dude on a horse and he's impaling a cat with a sword again, you know, foreshadowing. Weird. Okay. Um, (laughs) And she tells him the story about the uh, group of residents in this village that would, turned to witchcraft and devil worship. And um, <laughs> <laughs> and when uh, King John came to see the village, he was, like, horrified. and Because um, I'm sure that was the worst thing he'd ever seen. I know. <laughs> and, um, and he had them killed. And so, like, and then, again, foreshadow. There's a lot of, like, we all get it <laughs> um, in this thing where the, all of our second date i think buys her a cat <laughs> oh okay and it he tries to give her the cat and she, the cat like hisses and tries to get away from her and she said cats just don't like me um and so <laughs> she says we should go back and exchange it because you know yeah and um the animals when she walks in go crazy um and foreshadowing the <laughs> shopkeeper says you know, animals can sense things about people. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, so Oliver gets uh, her to marry him, and um, then they have their wedding and their receptions at a Serbian restaurant. Um, okay, weird. And this sort of slinky woman, who is incredibly wonderful um, in appearance, kind of walks over and says something about Irina being her sister. Um, okay, so Irene never consummates the marriage <laughs> because she's what? afraid that if she does, she will turn into a cat and kill him. 
Can so, they go back and forth, or is it turn yeah. to a cat? And is she like house cat size, or like panther, panthera, like, human cat-like uh, feature size? I would say predatory large cat size. Okay. Um, well, so, okay, but so does she look like a cat or like a humanoid, or does she go well, back and forth? At this point, you haven't seen her, so like you're just like we get it, um, but, but like, you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I will say it's more panther-like than anything else. If that but, makes sense. So, but does she turn into the cat and not come back to a human, or can she change she, between... She goes back and forth. Okay, that's what I wanted. Thank you. Um, so, basically, um, she tr- cites this example of her issues by saying she killed a bird once. Um, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. And so he's like, okay, go see a psych. And so um, <laughs> they try to tell her that, you know, these are not true stories or things that you're telling yourself. It's because you had a bad childhood. Um, of course. So, meanwhile, Oliver, awful man, is kind of like leading on Alice Moore, the assistant. Um, and so Alice... Is, confesses to Oliver that she's in love with him. Um, and so they have dinner together or something. And Irene sees them and she's like, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And then all of a sudden, as Alice is trying to board a bus, um, she hears this really awful sound. A There's a dead sheep involved. So bloop, bloop, bloop. Random. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... After a while, Irene's Irina is like, I'm not afraid of turning into a cat anymore. Um, but he has realized that he's in love with Alice and wants to divorce Irina. Um, yeah, which is awful. And so uh, Alice is telling, you know, people to stay away from Irina. Um, and then there's Dr. Judd, the, who is the psychiatrist. She keeps telling him to stay away from her specifically. But... Um, he ends up going to an appointment and he kisses her passionately. And then she changed and he dies in a struggle. And they, uh, when they arrive, uh, Irina slips away and goes to the zoo. She opens the panther's cage and is struck down by the escaping panther. Oh, I thought she was going to have sex with the panther. Which is accidentally run over by a car. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. And um, when Oliver sees the panther on the ground, he says, I think uh, the line is, she never lied to us. What? That's I it? That's... Yeah. So it's one of those things that it's like, does she turn into a panther? You never really know. There's a bunch of animals that died. Uh, maybe she is a panther. Um, Did she escape but... or is she trapped in the zoo? She dies at the zoo. Oh, she's the one that died. Oh, because she gets, like, the panther gets her on his way out? Yeah. Gotcha. Because the panther's, like, stuck in a cage with nothing to do. It's going to be a little angry about it. Yeah. He's playing with her. (laughs) It's like, I love you. (laughs) Just a little too much love. She wasn't ready for it. Yeah, so it's a very sort of, like, confusing plot. Um, But definitely, I don't like the husband. Like, I get it. His wife's crazy. But at the same time, you, like, married her for a reason, so. Yeah, like, get over it. You you knew what you're getting into. Also, that sounds like a very, like, 40s plot. 
It is. And yes. also the fact that, you know, the evil woman. Evil. Quotations, is, guys. Is quotations. From, yeah, and quotations is Serbian born. So it's like this mysterious Eastern lady. And the woman that he's truly in love with is his very kind and sweet American born. Mm-hmm. Probably blonde. Those Serbians, man. Yeah, I, th- I actually think she is. And, um, yeah. Lame. <laughs> well, interesting, though. Oh, interesting. And the Serbian lady is a redhead, I believe. And, oh, well. Yeah, yeah. yeah, gotta have that redhead in there. Yeah. Feisty. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah. Well, cool. But don't you like that idea of, like, it's our wedding night, but, um,. I might turn into a giant panther if anything happens. So, so like, let's not. <laughs> that's that's the real twist in the movie when she actually turns her new husband into an alcoholic by drugging him every night with, like, martinis so that he thinks they had sex. And you, like, you know, splash a little bit of water on the bed for, like, sweat and some clothes strewn around. And you're like, oh, honey, you really gave it to me last night. Sure did. <laughs> Don't tell my plan. I know. That's, that's our secret, man. <laughs> You gotta somehow, I don't know, put some Elmer's glue in a condom and smoosh oh it around. Oh my gosh. Cat's <laughs> <laughs> face was the best part of that. Um, isn't that like a plot used in Game of Thrones? I don't I think mean, they had probably. Elmer's glue in Game of Thrones. Not Elmer's glue, but like, you know what I mean? Probably. The drunk. Probably. So my mom made me this cup and they can't see it, but it says resting witch face. Oh my god, send me a picture. It'll go on our socials. I like okay. it. I love it. It's awesome. Your mom, okay, I, I'm, I love the stuff she's making, but, like, how do we get it? Like, how do we order it? <laughs> um, she's uh, not, I like, buy to the cricket. point where she's selling anything, really. Sorry. Or a cricket, whatever it's called. You, you should tell her, you should tell her that we, we would buy. I would buy. I'm not gonna speak for everyone, really? I would we buy. We our merch store. I'm just gonna say Yeah, she should, she should be with our stuff, for sure. Well, Cool. What about you, Morgan? I'm sorry. I just, like, I glitched. <laughs> I froze. <laughs> We're buffering up here. Like, Jesus. Reset, I'm reset. staring at the, like, flashing blue light of our microphone, and I was just... If you stare too long, it's kind of trance... Like, you'll get go into a trance. It's kind of bright, actually. <laughs> like I've been sitting in the, the metronome, you know? So, exactly. I've been sitting in my living room watching, like, YouTube videos for the past, like, three hours as it slowly gets darker and darker without having that light on. Yeah. So I'm like... <laughs> cave person coming out here. I love it. Uh, which is also why I'm a little bit grumpy. But <laughs> I did it to myself. Uh, so my movie, I, I'm going to go with the one that I watched this morning because it's technically the most recent. Yes. But as a reference to how much I like scary movies, in August alone, I watched all the first three species movies because the other ones are total shit. <laughs> I watched Predator. I watched The Prophecy. Oh, I watched... The Cleanse. I watched two Jeepers Creepers movies. I actually watched one in three. Skipped two because I couldn't find it. Oh, interesting. And I don't mind paying to watch fucking Jeepers Creepers too. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. And but oh, I watched Mother. That Ooh. was uh, intense. Wait, which one? Mother uh, with Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. Oh, and I haven't seen that, but I saw Javier that. Bardem. Mm. Wow. It's a very, <laughs> very loosely veiled allegory. The, the whole movie is a he, it's huge allegory. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. I haven't seen it, but I saw the previews. That looks really freaky. It's on Prime and Hulu now, so I was like, hey, I've been quaffling over renting this, and then it was like, to buy only, and I was like, I don't think I want to buy it. And then finally, it was like, boop, boop. Yeah. 
Oh, I'm sure there's more because I watch weird... St- oh, I watched Ice Sharks last night. <laughs> Technically, that's September, though. Oh, I think I watched Piranha in August. You did. Oh. Anyways, so this morning, <laughs> I watched Mom and Dad with the great Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but also Selma Blair, and like she was, she was oh, real good. I don't know if I've seen this one. I, I don't know, I've not seen as, not, as much as I have. Nicholas Cage looked like, huh? Good. He looked like the most worn out dad, dad in the world, like <laughs> so corporate like dad. Yeah, but well, like dad clothes. Ugh, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen him in anything. Um, I'm excited to see him in Mandy. It's coming out soon. Oh okay. yeah. But, yes, I didn't realize that this was supposed to be a horror comedy until I, like, went and looked it up online. Okay. I would not... I mean, I guess there were some funny parts because of how manic it was. But it was directed by the person who did Crank and Crank 2. I don't know if any of y'all saw those movies. It sounds familiar. Probably because I talked to you about it where it's got... Oh, yeah, because we were watching The Meg. And Crank has got... Jason Statham. Oh, oh, you were telling me about that. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Where he like has to keep his heart beating, and there's yeah, the scene where he's like nailing his girlfriend in public to keep his heart going. Right, yeah. <laughs> and he's like bent he over. He goes, "I'm alive." <laughs> of course, of course. You know, if a female did that, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go that. Anyways, so Mom and Dad <laughs> starts out like typical movie with teenagers and parents. You know do this, and you stole money from my purse. Oh, gosh. It was some flashbacks of them being, like, okay parents. Okay. Like, you know, it's okay, you did this thing wrong, let's learn from it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fine, be a good parent. Um, and then you start seeing, like, weird snippets of things. And, like, you know, blood and screaming. Oh. And it's all kind of isolated. And then, like, <laughs> I remember the kids are at school, and they flash to one of the main characters taking a standardized test, and there's all these parents just waiting outside the glass doors, just watching. That's weird. And the teacher is just like, man, I wonder what they're so riled up about. We still have an hour. <laughs> Helicopter parents, you know? And it's like, that's not normal. That's not normal. And then later at the school... All the parents are, like, at the gates of the school trying to get in. And there's police officers there. And they're like, you know, you can't come in here because, like, the media is slowly starting to, like, realize something's wrong. And, like, the hospitals and stuff like that. So they're trying to get the word out. But there is something happening in the town. I don't know. It's not the town. It's, like, the world. That's, um... Making parents lose their, like, biological urge to protect their children. And so you know how you always see, and I'm sure my parents had several moments of this, where they're like, I just want to kick you, you little shit, but I love you, so come here, it's okay. You know, you, you, oh, when you're like, I love you, but I want to murder you right now, and you have that thing inside you that says, "Mm, don't hurt your kid, it's your kid. Yeah, that's gone in this movie. And it's really freaky. And the scene. That's not good, I count on that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should. One of the scenes that really got me was when um, Selma Blair's sister went into labor and all this is going down. And so you realize now what's happening and you're like, no, no, she's about to have like a baby. And she has the baby and everything's fine. And then the TVs fuzz out, like the staticky yeah, channel. Yeah, And as soon as it's, and, and they have a moment, and this is where the movie, if you weren't getting how it was happening yet, this is the movie like 
telling you. And yeah. I, I needed it. And then, so it's fuzzing out, and everyone is kind of going, like, oh, holding their head, and, ooh, what? Yeah. And then her face just changes, and she's got the baby in her arms, and she just kind of starts clutching it closer to her, and you're like, oh, God, oh, God. Thankfully, like, the nurses and Selma, like, all freak out really quickly and, like, struggle to take the baby away, and, oh, Selma Blair's got the baby in her arms, pulling it away, and it's still attached by the umbilical cord. Oh, no. And they're, like, snipped it real fast as she baps up against the wall, and it's just like, oh, God, the baby lives. The baby's okay. Okay. But I was just like, whoa. So, wait, does it only take that biological protection away or like just basic morals because like I feel like well they don't they don't really go after anybody else unless you they like get in the way of trying to kill their kid okay but like like a reversal kind of situation yeah so they showed the scene in the school where the parents were like the parents got past the gate so they're, they're coming to attack their children yes okay and they totally bypass everyone else's kids and head straight for their own so that's psycho um, Which is the point, but still. Yes. I guess it's and keeping that, that level of intensity of feeling, but turning it from, like, protection to attack. Yeah. Like, all the pent-up rage of, of having a child that, like, let's let's be honest, your child's going to screw up and you're going to get angry. And so all of that <laughs> that you don't let out on your child because you're a decent parent, probably it's just like, boom. Yeah. There's nothing stopping that dam anymore. It's oh, flooding. Geez, that's terrifying. It's, but it's there's like, like um that is like an actual fear that people have though. Like I know that I have uh the fear of not having a connection with my offspring. Yeah. Um, like that's a real thing. <laughs> so like that kind of is playing into that fear. Oh yeah. Yeah. The boyfriend in this movie is like a goddamn superhero. He gets slashed by some glass by his dad, and as he's running away, he, like, knocks the kitchen table on his dad, and his dad falls over it and... Oh, dang. Gets him in the throat with his own, like, broken bottle. And that was really sad, though, because when the dad hit him, he was like, Dad, not again! And I was like, ooh, that sucks. I don't know if his dad was sick, because he was like, it's me, it's your son! And so I'm like, ooh, was the dad sick? And, like, maybe dementia or something? I'm not sure. But they didn't really delve into it. That's the thing. They didn't delve into this very much in the movie. You got small snippets of the radio and the news coverage that was like, you know, you're going to have the urge to go home to your kids. Don't go home. Oh, wow. Okay. And so you just got these little snippets of uh, trying to explain what's going on, but they never give you, like, full thing. who did it, how it happened, why it happened. You don't get that. Something connected to the radio waves or frequencies or something if the TV switches and that's you see this change. Mm-hmm. But so... He gets slashed with that, so his, like, arm's bleeding. He goes to the house to try and rescue his girlfriend, which is, you know, Nicolas Cage's kid. And he finds her. They go to the house to get her little brother. And the dad comes home early from work because of the the urge to go home. And um, he's, like, freaking out. Like, the boyfriend, you're not supposed to be in here. What are you doing in here? And so, like, he... I don't remember how... I mean, they scuffle, and the kid ends up on the floor. And Nicolas Cage just, like... His giant bear paw of a hand just, it's a slow-mo, they show him bringing his hand back, and he slams the kid's head open-palmed onto the floor, and you're like, oh, fuck, kid is down. That boy gets up, again, like, not instantly, but, like, further on in the movie, he gets up after the mom comes home. He's a tank. 
And I mean, this kid is down for a good chunk of the movie after Nicolas Cage hit him. And like the the mom comes home and the kids manage to get down into the basement and the little the little brother is like, I have to have my backpack and she's like, What? Just grab it. Kid's got dad's gun in his backpack. Oh. But they make it down to the basement and they can't, you know, they bolted the door, parents can't get in. The parents like pull the stove out, attach a water hose to the gas line. And by bust it in through the window down in the basement, and then she fills it with dirt so that they can't open the window. Like duct, like they're really clever, and so they are like just waiting to gas their kids out. And the daughter finds some mattress and like booby traps the door, and they get out through like some filtration system. And so the parents are like hearing them cough, and they're like, "Okay, now like let's finish cutting the lock around the door." Yeah, and they open the door, and a big explosion. <laughs> Nicholas Cage goes through a wall. Summer Blair's a little out of it. <sighs> and so, like, she starts chasing the daughter around the house. And out of nowhere, the boyfriend pops up. And Summer Blair's got, like, a meat tenderizer that oh, she's chasing geez. her daughter around with. The boyfriend shows up, and he's like, no! And they wrestle the mom into the closet. And they're like... Oh God! Like we got her contained. Ha <laughs> ha! This is fucking crazy. And the kid's like, "Oh, I thought my parents' divorce was the hardest thing I ever went through. Turns out, it gave me a fifty percent better chance of making it out alive." And meanwhile, um, <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, Which, let's just process that real quick. <laughs> the mom like manages to shove her hand out between the doors, and so she's got a freaking coat hanger and right through the kid's cheek. Ah. The boyfriend, still the boyfriend. Oh, right through his cheek. And so, uh, you know, he staggers out into the hallway and you go, and he pulls it out and the mom comes in and she just like pushes him. Oh, and they're upstairs, by the way. Okay. Pushes him and he like falls down the staircase, but like hits the banister, hits the stair, hits the floor. And it's like, your back should be broken. Yeah. Did he get up again after that? Kids built like me. No, he does. He survives until the end of the movie. I was gonna say, A, really young, B, adrenaline's like just feeling him. Uh, C, also, he might have cat's genes and she, you know, could fall downstairs and be fine. Well, also, kids are hard to kill. Yeah, this kid especially. So they yeah. get their, they finally, they get their kids cornered in the kitchen and the doorbell rings. And they're like, shit. And they go, oh, dinner with your parents was tonight. The freaking grandparents show up, and you're like, oh, oh my God, the grandparents gonna kill the kids? The grandparents tried to kill their parents, kids. Yes. It's Nicolas Cage's grandparents, yeah, or, or his parents, and so they're like, oh, listen, you can't really be here right now. And his dad just like gut stabs him with this little pocket knife, and he's like, Dad, why you're killing me? And everyone's just like, what the hell is going on? And some of Blair has like moments where she's like, what am I doing? Like, you can see it in her eyes. And she's trying to, like, not... And, like, Grandma's got, like, mace. And it's just... It's insane. <laughs> and more chasing ensues. Uh, grandparents die. The dad drives his car through the garage door and wrecks it. And the grandpa flies out and dies. And uh, Grandma gets hit with the meat cleaver. And then... As Selma Blair turns around, they're outside, and she you know she's like, "You're a your turn, daughter." The boyfriend shows up with a freaking shovel and hits her in the face with a shovel, 
And so both parents are passed out, and the movie ends with them tied up in the basement. And they're like, oh, honey, thank goodness you're okay. We're fine now. You can let us go. And, and like, a playback from an earlier quote that the mom did to them. She's like, we want to trust you. We do. And it's like, and they're like, you fucking little bitch. And it cuts out. And it's like, Jesus. Damn. That's so, like, intense. you don't know if they're ever going to get better. Yeah. You don't know. You just don't know. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God. That actually sounds really intense. It was. It was good. And Nicholas Cage is just badass. <laughs> As for you, she is. He does manic, like, really well. Oh, yeah. Have you ever seen him in, um... The movie was Cher, Moonstruck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does a little bit crazy all the time. But I think that's just Nick Cage being Nick Cage. But also in Kick-Ass. Like, he's like, the, he's like a dad, but, like, he's a little... I forget he's in Kick-Ass. Off. Yeah. I think it's funny, but it's one of those things, like, a normal dad wouldn't, like, be like that. Oh, let me shoot you ten more times, and then we'll go out for ice cream. Like, wholesome dad who kicks your ass. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be his um, niche role there. Like, Maybe. I'm a normal person, but something is slightly off. Exactly. <laughs> Am I Nick Cage? No. <laughs> okay, just making sure. I'm actually, I'm actually thinking about it. Like, let me, let me get back to you. <laughs> I'm mostly normal, but something's just a little off. <laughs> so that is my, my latest scary movie That's that I watched. Cool. I'll yeah. probably watch another one tonight at some point, but uh, I don't know. Our uh, familiar should let us know what movies they're watching, so we can watch them and then review them. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Tell us, guys, when we when we post this on our Facebook, Twitter, and all that good stuff. Let us know what you what your favorite movie is, and let us know if there's maybe. I mean, I'm sure Morgan has like could create the encyclopedia or the Wikipedia page for scary movies, Seriously. but let us know if we don't if a, a random one that y'all know that we may not know. I did hear that Pie Wacket was good from Last on the Left, people. Ooh, yeah. Nice. Shout out to Last and on the Left. That's been on my watch list for a while because I stumbled upon it on Amazon and I was like, that looks good. Maybe I'll rent it later. But definitely follow us on our social medias. You probably know it by now. But, you uh, would think I would know it by now. Um, you want to. Our Instagram and Facebook at The Possibly Haunted Podcast, our Twitter at Possibly Haunted Pod. And our email at possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com. Comment. Uh, with, uh, you can give us questions. You can comment. You can maybe something you're possibly concerned with. Um, if you're possibly concerned with audio, I, I we're working on it. What ifs? <laughs> if you just want to raise us and tell us that our horror movie selections are shit, you can do that, too. We can take it. Yeah. I'll hunt Mega. you down. <laughs> uh, well, don't, I mean, keep it clean. Like, you know. Don't no, do it unless and don't do it like, <laughs> No, she don't listen to her. Smash <laughs> I was like, the you, dislike if you, button. If you have a legit concern or comment, that's cool. But if you're just trolling us, I'm literally just gonna scroll by you. It ain't gonna happen. But yes, um, follow us on Instagram and, tw- and Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff, especially on Instagram Ooh. because you'll see our um, visual representations of what's happening. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I gotta go find a good steal for the movie. Yeah. I'm gonna send um, you the movie poster because it's perfect. I do, yeah. Movie poster works too. And, um, check out our other stuff. Follow us. I don't know how to keep saying that in different ways. Bloop, bloop. I'm done. We need to learn some different languages. Oh, oh, oh I'll, I'll figure out. I can, I'll call it Spanish. I'm gonna learn it in Spanish. I'm gonna okay. Swedish. Perfect. And we'll, we'll get, uh, 
Carson to pick a language, and we'll start doing some different things. <laughs> She'll do it in ASL, and it'll just be silent. Oh, we'll, we'll get a video of the ASL for y'all. <laughs> so, listeners, whether you like your whew, super bloody gory horror movies, your alien horror movies, or if you like to be haunted by your horror movies, which we ap- appreciate, go for it. Just remember, listeners, that whether it is a possessed DVD or a little girl in a well on a VHS, you could be possibly haunted. Woo!